Describe the tax ramifications of the formation and ongoing operation of the partnership. As previously mentioned, the partnership itself does file a tax return, even though it does not actually pay federal income tax. The contribution of money and other property to a partnership in return for a partnership interest poses three specific tax questions and answers. Our first question, must a partner recognize gain or loss when he or she contributes property to the partnership? The answer to the first question is that neither the partnership nor any of its contributing partners has to recognize gain or loss on the contribution of property in exchange for a partnership interest, even if the property has appreciated in the hands of the contributing partner. This general rule applies even if a contribution is made to a partnership that is already formed. However, this rule does not apply when a partner acts in a capacity other than as a partner. For example, when a partner sells property to a partnership rather than contributes it, he or she will recognize the gain or loss. When a partner is not acting in his or her capacity as a partner, a transaction between the partner and the partnership is treated as if it's between the partnership and a third party. Our second question, how is the basis of a contributing partner's interest determined? The answer to the second question is that a partner's basis for his or her interest in the partnership is generally equal to the amount of money and the adjusted basis of the other property he or she has contributed. For example, suppose that two individuals decide to go into the landscaping business and that each agrees to put up property worth $5,000. One owns a tractor with an adjusted basis of $4,000 and a fair market value of five. If she agrees to contribute this tractor to the partnership, the basis for her partnership interest becomes $4,000 as a result of her basis in the tractor. If the other partner contributes $2,000 in cash, plus a truck with a basis of $1,000 and fair market value of $3,000, his basis is found by adding the $2,000 to his $1,000 basis in the truck for a total basis in the partnership of $3,000. Note that although both parties contributed property worth $5,000, the first partner's basis for her partnership interest is $4,000, while the second partner's basis for his partnership interest is only $3,000. As a result, if both were to sell their interests in the partnership for $10,000 apiece, the first partner would have a gain of $6,000, while the second a gain of $7,000. Our third question. How is the partnership's basis determined for that property that's been contributed to it? The basis to the partnership for property contributed to it is the contributing partner's adjusted basis for the property at the time he or she makes the contribution. In our example, the partnership would take a $4,000 basis in the first person's tractor and a $1,000 basis for the truck. Remember that the partnership, although not taxed as an entity, is required to file an informational income tax return. That all also serves three other important functions. First, the partnership return serves as a means of computing the ordinary income or loss of the partnership. Second, the return segregates items such as dividends received by the partnership and net short-term and long-term capital gains and losses. Third, the partnership return reports an allocation of each individual partner's share of partnership income or loss. 
Thus, the partnership return acts as a conduit for transferring items of income and deduction to the individual partners. These items, such as dividends received and charitable contributions paid, are then treated just as if they had been paid or received directly by the partners themselves. Although each partner could report such items on his or her individual return, the partnership return effectively represents the partner's agreement with regard to each partner's reported share of income, gains, losses, and deductions. We've already learned that income of the partnership, with the exception of certain credits and deductions, is computed in the same manner as the income of an individual. However, the partnership is required to make an additional separate accounting for several types of income and expense items. Three of these items that are separately computed and entered into the partnership return are capital gains and losses, charitable contributions, and dividends. These income and deduction items are segregated so that after they are entered into a partnership return, each partner may then report them separately in the appropriate places on the individual's return. Each partner's share of capital gain items, charitable contributions, and dividends can then be treated as his or her own. A partner's distributive share of any partnership income, gain, loss, deduction, or credit item is generally determined according to the terms of the partnership agreement. In most cases, the provisions of the agreement are equitable and are apportioned in accordance with bona fide business reasons. However, gain or loss on the sale of an asset contributed to a partnership by a partner must be allocated to the partners in a way that reflects the difference between the asset's adjusted basis to the partnership and its fair market value at the time of contribution. Furthermore, sometimes allocations are made that do not have substantial economic effect. For example, all losses or depreciation deductions might be allocated to the partner in the highest income tax bracket. In cases where such allocations have no substantial economic effect other than to avoid income tax, the IRS may ignore the allocation provided for in the partnership agreement and may reallocate such items for tax purposes. However, for such limitations on tax avoidance, partners do have the right to specify how the items of income, gain, loss, deductions, or credits will be divided. If there's no specific provision in the partnership agreement regarding a specific item, that item will be allocated in the same way that partnership allocates income and loss. The character of a distributive share item remains the same in the hands of the partner as it was in the hands of the partnership. For example, non-taxable interest income to the partnership will be non-taxable interest income to the partner.